like most fears, the fear of responsibility exists on a kind of sliding scale. Whereas to one side of that scale, people feel a strong aversion to responsibility, and on the other side of that scale, people feel so much terror about even the idea of taking responsibility that they have full-blown anxiety attacks, and they refuse to take any responsibility whatsoever. Now, this fear may seem irrational, but I can assure you there are very rational reasons why this fear develops. It's important to know that the fear of responsibility isn't usually about responsibility in and of itself. It's about the fear that taking responsibility is somehow going to lead you into contact with or to experience the thing that the person actually fears. For example, by taking responsibility, I am going to come into contact with being under pressure and being under pressure is my problem. Or by taking responsibility, I'm going to be the one to blame and so other people are going to blame me and I'm going to come into contact with conflict and conflict is an issue for me. So you can understand more about the fear of responsibility. Let's dive straight into some of the key causes of this fear. Number one, the top reason for this fear of responsibility is actually a lack of confidence. To understand this, I want you to think about it this way. Have you ever had an experience in your life where you were watching somebody do a job poorly and you were ready to just take the job over and finish it for them? In that circumstance, you were about to take full-blown responsibility for something that they were doing. Why did you have that impulse? Because you felt confident in your capacity to do it and to do it well and to do it better than the other person. That confidence is what is lacking in people who have the fear of responsibility. Now think of the opposite scenario. Think of a situation in which somebody has put you in charge of something or has made you responsible for something you didn't have the confidence in your ability to do that or to do it well or to do it better than other people could do it. Did you feel your hesitancy when it came to taking over that task? That's the lack of confidence that most people who experience this fear of responsibility are stuck in. If you struggle with responsibility, this keeps you in the comfort zone of not taking responsibility. But it implies that you have a serious lack of confidence in general and serious low self-esteem. Two, so now you know that the main contributor to the fear of taking responsibility is this extreme lack of confidence. Over the next few points, including this one, we're going to highlight some of these causes of this severe experience of lack of confidence. The first is the fear of making mistakes. If you fear responsibility, usually this means you are terrified of making mistakes because of what you make mistakes mean, especially based off of previous experiences. For example, you may feel a mistake will lead to conflict you can't handle or a consequence that can't be undone or that mistakes mean you are incompetent and therefore it will decrease your self-esteem even further. Three, the next reason that people would fear responsibility and have this incredible decrease in confidence is the fear of failure. Again, it's because of what you make failure mean. But there is a common thread running through the experience of people who fear failure. The fear of failure is most common amongst people who were routinely humiliated and undermined in childhood by the very people who they look to as a barometer of their worth and success. Instead of being supportive, their parents were critical. Four, you may also desperately fear competition especially the elements of loss of closeness inherent in competition, as well as the potential for failure. For many people with the fear of responsibility, the fear of being at odds or against someone and the fear of doing worse than other people can, could, would, or will do is enough to make them avoid taking responsibility for something altogether. If you struggle with this fear, consider your relationship to the idea of losing. 
Trauma relative to competition involves a great deal of loss. For example, it involves the trauma around the loss of self-esteem because you have been judged as worse than someone else. It often involves the loss of closeness with the person who is judging you as worse than someone else, or the loss of closeness with the very person who you've been pitted against. Five, if you fear taking responsibility, you've got to look at your relationship to conflict because conflict aversion is a very big part of the lives of a lot of people who fear taking responsibility. And there are two main contributing scenarios that can play into this. For a lot of people who experience this aversion to taking responsibility, really when they take responsibility, it's all about the reactions that the other people in the scenario are going to have to them. And what you will notice if you look in their childhoods and in their life in general, what you're going to notice is this pattern where they take responsibility or took responsibility and they experience the people around them in that scenario expressing or feeling displeased at whatever the person took responsibility for, the job that was done or whatever it is. And that displeasure was expressed by somebody who they desperately needed that closeness with. And so they lost a sense of closeness. So they experienced this rupture relative to the people involved in that scenario. And so there is this link between taking responsibility and conflict. <laughs> conflict, which they didn't know how to repair, or depending on who they were around in their childhoods, couldn't repair with. So many people who fit into this category have a huge issue with the idea of letting other people down. Now, two, here's another scenario that most people aren't very aware of, but it can actually lead to the fear of taking responsibility as well. Now, this circumstance happens when in childhood or in life, a person has taken responsibility for something and by virtue of doing that has executed a task well. But the fact that they executed it well and did a good job and there was a good outcome threatened somebody in their life. It made them feel less than or humiliated or whatever. And that person is somebody that this person really needed to be close with. And so them doing well at taking responsibility and the outcome of that also led to a conflict. So it doesn't really matter whether taking responsibility and it going badly or taking responsibility and it going well you know, happened. If either of them led to conflict, there's going to be a link in somebody's head between taking responsibility and it creating conflict. And conflict is not something that a person who experiences this fear of responsibility feels empowered relative to. Six, another thing that contributes to this fear of taking responsibility is the fear of negative emotions, specifically feeling that you're not actually going to be capable of dealing with or resolving the negative emotions that you feel. It's an overwhelm relative to negative emotions, a powerlessness relative to negative emotions. Negative emotions would occur if you took responsibility for something and it didn't go well. Or if you did take responsibility for something and it went well and that created conflict. Either way, you're afraid of your negative emotions. To understand more about this, watch my video titled The Emotional Wake-Up Call. Seven, the aversion to pressure is another main contributor to the fear of taking responsibility. So I want you to consider what your relationship to taking on pressure is, especially taking on emotional pressure. The fear of pressure is a perpetual anxiety that usually involves the constant feeling that you have to produce something, but that you doubt whether you can. It is an I have to produce fill in the blank or else scenario. And this pressure produces distress instead of the pressure producing you stress. 
This obviously causes an aversion to any circumstance in which you would feel that sense of pressure, because in your mind you've got this or-else scenario going anytime you feel the pressure. Bottom line, responsibility often feels like pressure, because it implies that you're the one with the power to produce in your hands alone. 8. The next reason that you might have this aversion to taking responsibility is that in the past, you taking responsibility didn't lead to any improvement in your life. It didn't lead to any betterment in your life. Instead, it simply led to the betterment of someone else's life. People who are hyper-responsible people, they like to take responsibility because taking responsibility puts them in the position of control and power. What that means is it puts them in a the position of being able to bring about what they want for their own best interests. They have had a responsibility equals reward experience, or many. And so that positive link is formed in their being. If you have a serious aversion to responsibility, however, so far, you have not had that responsibility equals reward experience. Instead, you have either a responsibility equals punishment slash pain, or responsibility equals nothing happens for me experience. It is very common but not usually recognized that a lot of people who have this aversion to taking responsibility have been forced in their childhoods into a codependent relationship with the adults in their life. Essentially, they were pushed into taking responsibility for things. But when they took that responsibility for those things, it wasn't for their own benefit. It was for the benefit of the people around them. I'm going to use two examples to illustrate this point. One boy may be interested in tennis, so he takes responsibility for reading about tennis. He gets a summer job so he can pay for a coach. He rides his bike to practice, and he sees that because of his responsibility that he took, he gets better and better at tennis and eventually wins a tournament. This boy learns that responsibility personally benefits him. Another boy may feel forced by his mother to take care of the younger siblings in the house. Doing so did not get him any closer to what he wanted. It improved his mother's life. But if anything, taking that responsibility took him further away from personal benefit. Consider that if you have the fear of responsibility, even the feeling of taking responsibility or the idea of it may trigger the sense that there's going to be no personal benefit out of doing it. This means you have to consider that you may be completely and totally blind to any personal benefit that may actually exist as a result of you taking responsibility. Consider also that responsibility might just immediately trigger you into feeling manipulated, controlled, obligated, and self-sacrificing. Nine, the last point that I'm going to mention here while explaining the fear of responsibility is the fear of the past repeating. This is pretty self-explanatory. People who have experienced trauma relative to having taken responsibility, these are the people who obviously have a fear of taking responsibility. Trauma naturally puts you in a place of trying to avoid the same bad thing happening again. Now, when it comes to the fear of responsibility, this can take a very direct form. For example, let's say that in your childhood, you were put in charge of your younger brother. And when you were in charge of your younger brother, he got injured and had to go to the hospital. This creates this natural aversion to taking responsibility. It can also take more indirect forms. Essentially, it can be not wanting any other trauma associated with taking responsibility to repeat again, such as feeling like someone is controlling you to do something for their benefit, failing, making a mistake, letting other people down, developing an even worse sense of confidence and self-esteem than you already have, or getting into conflicts, etc. So now, knowing all of this, what should you do if you have this fear and subsequent aversion to taking responsibility? 1. Allow yourself 
to realize that it is actually a choice to take responsibility or not. If you pay really close attention to yourself, you'll notice that when it comes to responsibility, you're usually bulldozing yourself to do it. Essentially, you have this attitude relative to responsibility like it's something you have to do. But it isn't. And thinking so just reinforces the original drudgery and dislike with which you approach responsibility. So I want you to close your eyes and play out the decision to not take any responsibility at all. Play it out for a day, week, month, year, several years, and the rest of your life. You will notice that certain consequences happen as a result of not taking responsibility in your life, and you're going to watch your adaptation to those consequences. But I need you to notice that those consequences are not occurring to you as a form of punishment. They're occurring because we live in a universe where one of the basic laws is cause and effect. It's impartial. You get to choose whether to say yes or no to that effect. And if you say yes to it, allow it to happen. If you say no to it, you actually have the power and free will to change that causation. Essentially, you have got to understand that responsibility is a choice, and it's not about whether you should or have to make that choice. Because you don't have to. And if you live according to shoulds, you're going to be miserable. Responsibility should be something that you take on because you want a hand in this experience of cause and effect. You want to have empowerment relative to the causation of the effects you experience in your life. And you want to do that specifically for your sake. See if you can feel how powerless it makes you to hope and expect consequences not to occur. See how powerless it feels and makes you to hope and expect for people to one day not give you any consequences. Consider what would put you back in a position of power relative to responsibility or the things in your life. The first step is to realize that taking responsibility is a choice that you can consciously say no or yes to. To be conscious, you simply have to make that decision in a super informed way. You have to see the potential personal consequences and benefits of either choice. Two, did you notice how much of the aversion to responsibility directly relates to trauma that you have experienced in the past relative to taking responsibility? You can actually use this trigger of what it feels like in your body when you think about taking responsibility or do take responsibility. Or that feeling of the pressure to produce or else. Or that sinking feeling of confidence slipping away as an opening to go back and find those original events which created this aversion in the first place, specifically to create resolve with them. I've created one such process to do exactly this. You can find out how to do this process by reading my book, The Completion Process, and or by finding a practitioner to work with on www.completionprocess.com. Doing this undoes the past. It resolves the root cause of your aversion to responsibility. Three, work directly with the parts of you that have an aversion to responsibility, as well as working with and resourcing the parts, potentially plural, of you that actually enjoy taking responsibility and feel a great deal of confidence about it. To find out how to do this, watch my video titled Parts Work, What is Parts Work and How to Do It. Nothing will give you deeper insight into what your specific aversion to responsibility is than doing this. On a side note, I do have some certified completion process practitioners who are adept at doing parts work and can help facilitate you with that if you so wish. 
Four, start to change your relationship with and your perspectives about responsibility. Responsibility is, in essence, nothing more than really owning your life. Now, this is really important to do, right? Because if you don't own your life, you can't ever create the life you want. And there's a very high likelihood that if you don't own your life, somebody else in your life is going to own it for you. Responsibility is the opposite of the state of victimhood. In order to change some of your perspectives about responsibility, watch my video titled Responsibility, Why, When, and How to Take It, as well as Take Your Power Back. 5. In any specific situation where this fear of taking responsibility crops up, notice this fear. Look into the why in that specific circumstance you have this fear, and potentially communicate that to any other people involved. You've got to face your fear of making mistakes or of failure or of the humiliation that would come as a result of either of those things or this aversion to pressure or whatever it is. You've got to put it on the table in order to stop running from it for the rest of your life and also to give yourself and the other people in whatever circumstance you're in a fighting chance. Doing so not only pulls you out of avoidance mode, it also pulls you out of potential self-bulldozing mode. It also puts you and the people involved in the position of choice about what to do about it and how to resolve it. Dealing with that fear and trying to create solutions to it in the situation itself will increase your empowerment around responsibility, as well as decrease the likelihood that any mishap with the responsibility you took would lead to failure or conflict with others. For example, let's imagine that you're at work and somebody gives you an assignment. And all of a sudden, you're terrified of taking responsibility for that assignment. Imagine that you noticed that fear. Imagine that you looked into why you have that fear, and imagine that you shared that fear with the other people in this company. This allows both you and them to begin brainstorming a solution. At the workplace, a person lacking confidence in a task that they're in charge of is a problem for everyone involved in that business. So a boss or colleague might give you access to resources which will make the job easier for you to do, or change who's in charge of the task itself. You can only resolve what you're aware of and admit to and look into the why of in the moment. 6. Recognize the lack of confidence you feel in a circumstance where you are fearing taking responsibility. Instead of simply accepting that lack of confidence because you have such a low self-esteem that you're acclimatized to it, look for ways to increase your confidence relative to that situation itself. For example, in one situation, a way you, that you could increase your confidence is to unroot these beliefs that may be corroding your self-confidence and to replace them with better core beliefs. In another situation, say you were given a task at work and you didn't want to take the responsibility because you didn't trust yourself to know how to do it well, your confidence might be increased by learning something or finding a more skilled person to show you something that would enhance your trust that you could do the task well. In the situation at hand relative to what you have responsibility for, what would increase your confidence? 7. Resource when taking responsibility goes well. If you have trauma around taking responsibility, chances are you don't do this. Number one, you don't realize you're taking responsibility all day long. Number two, you're only really noticing when responsibility goes badly for you, not when it goes well for you. Begin to take notice and really feel the empowerment and confidence when you take responsibility for things and it yields a positive result. This has to be done like an active awareness practice. So you may not notice this, like I said, but you're taking responsibility all day long. When you go to the refrigerator and you fix yourself something to eat and you eat it and like it, that's getting a positive result as a result of taking responsibility. But you don't really think of it that way, do you? Can you think of any times in the past? 
no matter how small or large they may be, that you took responsibility and it actually went well. I want you to make a list. You're essentially rewiring your brain and your associations with responsibility by doing this exercise. This exercise of noticing all the situations in which you take responsibility and it goes well are going to do two things. First, it's going to make you aware of all the things you've been taking responsibility for but don't even really count as taking responsibility. Two, you're going to be able to take it in and really experience the positive association with taking responsibility. But doing this exercise in general is going to help you to define exactly what scenarios taking responsibility is a hell no for you and in what scenarios it's such a not a big deal that you don't even think about it. Basically, it's going to help you sort out the variables, the variables relative to responsibility that cause you to exhibit this aversion. So when you're doing this exercise, I want you to think about this. What variables make it a responsibility to be avoided situation? Eight, become empowered around conflict in general. Like I said, it's a big deal for people who don't want to take responsibility, this idea of conflict. Rupture is inevitable in a relationship. What dictates the security of a relationship is your trust in your capacity to create repair. And yeah, that doesn't just have to do with you, it also has to do with the other people. If you had people in your life who were really good at creating repair and knew how important that was and didn't use rupture as a means of control, you would not feel this way about conflict. But the thing is, right now, your relationship to conflict is not something that's positive. Nobody likes conflict, but some people feel more empowered relative to conflict because they actually understand how to create repair. Because you don't trust your capacity to create repair in a relationship, every conflict is seen as a serious threat to you, rather than a calling to embody greater depths of intimacy and harmony, or a calling to become as aware as possible of yourself and other people relative to a subject or the subject in general. Because the fear of responsibility is so closely linked to the fear of conflict, it would benefit you to watch my videos titled How to Overcome the Fear of Conflict and How to Resolve Conflict. 9. Because as we discussed earlier, so many people who have this aversion to responsibility experience responsibility as something that benefits other people and never themselves, this means that people who struggle with responsibility often have an issue with self-sacrificing. Because of this, you would benefit by watching my video titled Self-Sacrifice, the most self-centered thing in the world. If you experience an aversion to responsibility, the bottom line is you do not feel empowered relative to your life. You don't feel you have control over the things that happen in your life and over outcomes. Here's the thing. You may not be able to prevent yourself from being fired, but you can improve your toolkit of skills and search for another job. You may not be able to prevent yourself from being rejected by another person, but you can find out why and either choose to change yourself in some way or use that information to look for someone who would be more compatible. You may not be able to choose what's happening to you, but you can choose the way you're going to deal with it. You can try different ways of doing things again and again until you finally achieve whatever it is you are wanting. Responsibility is about finding the can and will in any given situation. So the question I want you to ask yourself is, why do I immediately default to can't? When, why, and how did that begin? If you refuse to face your fear of taking responsibility, and so you spend your whole life avoiding taking responsibility, it's going to be the self-fulfilling cycle of lack of self-confidence because there will always be a part of you that makes you feel like total crap about yourself. While it is hard for somebody who feels so inherently disempowered to feel the can and the will in any given situation, feeling the can and the will 
and any situation in your life is something you deserve to experience. And that empowerment can be yours the second that you actually realize or actualize the courage to shoulder the emotional burden or the pressure that comes with responsibility. Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to share it, like it, and also subscribe to my channel so you can see more content like this. But I want to personally thank you for taking the initiative and having the bravery to step into the space of awareness, not only for yourself, but for the benefit of those around you. Thank you.